Hello, 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 amazing, amazing people. This is Catherine Laranger with My Dead Dragon, and I wanted to extend a very special invitation to you for my live full day virtual vision ignition immersion event that's happening on October 16th, 2021. And one of the first steps in becoming the heroine and main character of your life is figuring out what's important to you, what that dream is that's seeking to emerge and what this one precious life is inviting you to become. And that's what this day is all about. It's about supporting you in creating that authentic vision for what you would love your life to look like and sharing tools and tips and little known strategies to help you get there. So registration is now open and you can find the link in my show notes and through my social media accounts. And I am so excited to see you there on October 16th. Hello, hello everyone. I am so excited to be here with Daphne Wells and Daphne is a professionally certified and credentialed business success and freedom coach and numerologist. And Daphne helps heart-centered leaders, coaches, and healers get exactly what they want through her life-changing coaching, masterminds, and her book, Decide, Choose Your Own Path. She's here to shake up your approach to business and life. She delivers insanely powerful insights that give you radical permission to show up in your power and fulfill your purpose in the world. And when she's not inspiring women around the globe to make more money in record time, you'll find Daphne creating magic with fabric and threads, getting her hands dirty, growing what she eats, or frolicking in the waves. So Daphne, you sound like my kind of a woman. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. And can you start us off and, and tell me what is your story? What brought you to this point in your life? Lots of things brought me to this point in life. It's a real culmination of finding myself in amongst not knowing who I was, realizing, mm. coming to a point where I realized I was, I had no idea who Daphne was. Mm. You know, we go through school, we, we um, in my day, here in New Zealand, there was pressure to be married by a certain age and have children by a certain age. Um, and my children are now all adults. Um, and so I did that and had children. And then at the end of that, it was like, so who is Stephanie? You know, and so mm. my journey since, um, you know, since my children were at school and becoming independent as they do um, was, well, who am I? What is my life about? Mm. It was kind of like I'd done this piece of my life. What was mm. next? Oh, Daphne, I love that, right? And I think that you bring up such a such an important point, which is that for for many of us, many women and men too, it, it's easy to kind of fall into that idea of well, this is just what you do, you know. And especially mm -hmm. when there's that societal pressure, like okay, you got to get married, tick, have a family, tick, right? You're kind of checking the boxes, and then you go through it all, and then you wake up, and you're like, okay, well, wow who's Daphne? Like in all of that, I did the things, I did the things, <laughs> right? Who am I? So, so was there a moment in that, in that process, like as you were raising your family, did you have, did you have whispers 
that said, who who's staffing, or was it really kind of at the at the culmination of of um, that transition from them into adulthood? So there were whispers right the way through. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm very intuitive, and I didn't realize that for a lot of my life. It was kind yeah. of shut down as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember hearing voices and knowing that there was more to life than what Mm. was presenting itself as being available. And when I kind of questioned that, it was shut down. Um, And so, you know, that becomes a story that then you don't actually, you tune that little voice out. Yeah, yeah. And do what is expected. Well, this is what, this is my story. This is what happened Mm. to me. And then in amongst children growing up, um, marriage coming to a completion, um, I started to hear those voices again. It was like, so mm. what is next? Who is Daphne? Where is she going yeah. next? Um, and so I kind of floundered for many years and did mm. a lot of different things. You know, I had a very successful business as a style and image consultant way back mm. before the internet, way back before that was the in thing to do. And um, burned out really really badly because as women I was giving to children giving to clients yeah Um, and then um ended up a few years down the track coming out of a marriage in a very vulnerable situation and Mm. being befriended by a man who you know purported to be there for my best interests and my children. And, and over the course of a few years, he got to manipulate and control me to the point where I was literally his puppet. Um, mm. And I lost a lot of money through that, lost myself in the process again. I was starting mm. to find myself and lost myself again, ended up owning a dairy herd and breeding dairy cattle. And um, there was a point in that time where I woke up one morning and thought, this is not my life. Who am I? I was more lost than I'd ever been. And um, at that point, like, you know how we grow up with these fairy tales of mm-hmm. the, the Prince Charming <laughs> comes in on the white horse and saves the girl and they go off yes, and, yes. and it's a happily ever after, you know? Yeah. And and I, looking back, I was in this very vulnerable place when this man came into my life and I kind of thought, well, you know, this is a different life to what I've ever lived as a mm. young girl. I remember the idea of living on a farm was quite a romantic idea you know I quite like that idea um and so I thought well you know who knows he might be I guess innocently I presume that was the role he was playing realized Mm. that no he was actually like the the bad the bad man (laughs) trapping Mm. me in his cage you know like what came into my mind then was a vision of me in a basket you know those baskets Mm. that they used to back in the medieval times and people in um and when they were imprisoned and it was like I was there and I was just like doing what he wanted Mm. and there was this I remember one morning waking up and thinking 
this has got to change. So what? No one is coming to save me. I need to do it. Yeah, I love that. And and so tell me about that that moment that morning. Like, was it just you just woke up and you just knew? Was it that the whispers had been getting stronger? Like, what happened in that moment? So I'd kind of been on a searching journey for a few years. I had at that point done my coach training and Mm. I was a certified coach and I was coaching on the side of running Mysteria Herd. And that was where I wanted to go in my life. I had kind of decided, but I was being sidetracked. And Mm. I realized in that moment that I actually wasn't living my life. I was Mm. living a life that that man had determined I should live. Yeah. And that was a huge wake-up call. And, you know, it's like one thing that came into my mind was that movie, do you remember that movie, The Holiday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and Arthur is his name, and he says to, I can't remember the star's name, but he says, you know, are you playing, you're not playing the leading lady in your role, in your life. Mm-hmm. It's like you're playing the best friend. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So that morning kind of I, and I, I knew that I couldn't, I knew I had to navigate my way out without mm. that man knowing that that was what I was doing or the mm. repercussions of that would be unbearable. Mm. Um, for me and I would end up more and more trapped um, so mm. it did take me some time it mm. took <laughs> a lot of courage yeah. and a lot of tenacity and yeah. and belief in myself like yeah. through that time and yet I do remember feeling very ashamed mm. of where I'd gotten to in my life there was yeah. a like feeling like I was an absolute failure, like Mm. I had done all these things wrong. Mm. And there was also, I remember feeling like I couldn't share what was going on with anyone Mm. because that shame was too big. Yeah. Yeah. Daphne, I honour you and your journey. And, you know, this is, I think you're sharing something so powerful that this wake up process, it's, it's truly, it's, it's not like we flip a switch and we've got it all figured out, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, we start to wake up and maybe we have that moment, you know, maybe we have moments over time and it, it, it doesn't mean that just because we woke up that, okay, now everything is different, right? Because we've been living in, in a certain way and we've got a certain pattern of showing up for ourselves, showing mm-hmm. up in the world. And so it's so common and, you know, to, to, to really find ourselves waking up and then actually repeating the pattern a little bit. And then mm-hmm. that shame where we just beat ourselves up for it. When really we're doing the best that we can. And if we don't know any better, right. And we might cognitively know better, but if we don't know actually how to do the better for us, of course, we're going to continue to, to kind of show up in that way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and so then from that moment began the journey of really exploring who I was, Mm. how I could navigate my way out of that, finding supporters who I could trust and who, you know, would would love me in the process and support Mm. me in it. Um, And, And really moving past the shame. Not letting that shame completely silence you. And being courageous enough to be vulnerable in it. Yeah. I had a conversation with one of, with my best friend the other week, actually. And somehow in our conversation, we went back to that time, which was Mm. around that time was when she and I first met. And um, she told me the story about how, she could see the walls that I had up around me and it was like mm. I wasn't letting anyone in. Yeah. And that, you know, I I know I was doing that. I mm. didn't realise it was visible to others. Yeah. Um, and that for me was a self-protection, you know, if yeah. I pretend things okay, if I, you know, almost put on a mask when I leave mm-hmm. the house so that the world doesn't know what's going on inside of me. Um, yeah. And it, it's really hard to unmask, to let those walls down, to break yeah. down those barriers. Um, yeah. And so how did you... Um, to develop that relationship with yourself. How did you really learn who is Daphne? And then during that process, how did you consciously choose to let those walls down a bit? Because I think like boundaries, and we were talking about that a little bit in the pre-show, boundaries are important. So that's a healthy thing to be clear. Mm-hmm. We want boundaries, right? But but it's that choice, that boundary, that self, self-protective, but in a loving way. And, and you're so, that's a really good point because what I did realize in that process was that I had never really had boundaries. Mm. You know, I was kind of, as a woman, you are brought up, I was brought up, I cannot speak for other women, I yeah. was brought up as, you know, you're here to be the good wife, you're here to be yeah. the mother, you're here to serve people, you're here to do this, do that, do the yeah. other for everybody else. Mm. Um, and there so, was no no sense of me as a person. Yeah. And yeah, sorry, which makes sense why you would have walls. Like mm. because we don't have boundaries, we have to build walls. Mm. Exactly. I, I feel like my wow. brain just exploded. Oh my gosh. Ah. <laughs> Wow. When we don't have boundaries, we build walls. Wow. That is so uh, true. Right. And so a lot of that journey out of there was gradually really spending a lot of time in contemplation over what I did want, what I was prepared to allow and not allow into mm. my life. And creating some boundaries and actually learning to say no. Yeah. I knew who knew who knew I could say no to anyone who asked me to help with anything. Mind without blowing. having to justify it. Like right? no, it's a complete <laughs> sentence. <laughs> and 
And so to, to get to that point of being able to say no, right, in, in a way that feels good to you, you, ha- you have to know, well, what does feel good to me? So how did you, how did you learn about Daphne? And about what was important to her and about, about what she would want to say yes to and what she'd want to say no to. So I started off, as I said, I was already a certified coach by then. So yeah. I almost went back and did all that work on myself, you know, like yes. deciding, like identifying what my values were, mm. what was important to me. Mm-hmm. And then, so if that's, if these things are important to me, like my, my, core values are Mm -hmm. courage kindness and creativity Mm. and freedom Mm. you know I wasn't even being kind to me yeah let alone was anyone else um I was being very courageous Mm -hmm. not always in a in a way that served me in a way Mm. that served other people I certainly had no freedom Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was about, well, what boundaries do I need to put in place so that I have more of this and I can yeah. be more of me? Yeah. And it was also identifying the practical things that I like to do in mm. life. Like you read in my bio, I love mm. going to the beach. I love frolicking in the waves. You know, yeah. I love to grow what I eat. Um, yeah. You know, I love to play with fabric and thread and create magic with that create fun things and so Mm. it was about actually well I need some time for these things rather than Mm. being out in paddocks all the time being in the dairy shed you know like I need some time for me and it was also putting boundaries around um you know because setting those boundaries and deciding I wanted me meant navigating a way to evict the man from my house um Mm. and shed myself of the dairy herd mm. ideally on the same day um okay that was the <laughs> spring cleaning to the max <laughs> it was the only way I could figure out how to do it yeah yeah same day. so you can imagine all the jigsaw puzzle pieces that had to yeah. go in there and there was also so then if I don't have the income from the milk I need to be building up my coaching business so I can yeah. yeah, there's all these practical things that we need to put in place. So, you know, there, there was probably a journey of, I want to say at least 18 months, if not a couple mm. of years from that moment, I realized to the moment that I actually mm. pulled it off and mm. the cows left and the man left on the same day. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I love that Daphne, because I think so often, and, and I'm like, I'm talking about myself here right now. And mm-hmm. certainly it's something I hear with, with in conversation with other women is that when we kind of, we realize it, we get to that wake up call, that aha moment, we're like, okay, now I want it now. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing that, okay, it takes some, it can take some time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's truly a process. It's, it's a journey. And so, and I, yeah, oh, I also sorry. want to say it doesn't necessarily have to take that long. I mean, yes. most people in that situation would not have that jewel, you know, the yeah. man and the cows that had to be worked out at the same time because I was, in essence, responsible for those cattle. So, you know, yeah. getting removing the man from the scene meant that 
you know, he was helping with the animals, right? He had more knowledge in that area than I did. Mm-hmm. And so that was why it had to happen at the same time. Um, because otherwise I was going to be out of my depth and swimming. Yeah. Or sinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and knowing, truly knowing that in each moment, we're doing the best that we can mm-hmm. with, with what we're working with, right? And to have mm-hmm. that grace and compassion. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, I knew too that I couldn't share it with many people because mm. otherwise he would find out. Oh. And then the repercussions for me personally and yeah. that would be, I'm not even going to go there on this call. Yeah. 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 So, so, you know, for, for some of us, we're able to kind of step out and be in full congruence. And, mm-hmm. and certainly, you know, I think as we go through this process of, of becoming the main character of our lives, there are times where maybe we're, you know, like in some areas we can be that main character, but in other areas, we're still kind of figuring it out. And so it's okay for it to look messy during the process. If it it doesn't have to look messy, like we're open to it being easy and it's okay if it looks a bit messy. It sure is. And and remembering that we are human, we Mm. are going to mess up. We are going to make some mistakes along that way. I mean, you know, if I look back honestly at that time span, even as I was navigating my way out, I could have done things differently in retrospect. Yeah. And we always know better yeah. when, we, when we're on the other side. When we're yeah. in there, it's hard to see. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. Looking, looking back, would you, if you could give yourself some advice or impart some wisdom or knowing to that earlier version of yourself, what would that be? Seek help earlier. Mm. <laughs> Keep knocking on doors until you get the help you need. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so did, did you have guides and mentors along the way to support you in that process? I did in some areas and in some areas, some of the practical areas, I was too scared to knock on doors. Mm. Yeah. Because of that shame, you know, it yeah. was, I, I felt like it was, you know, coaches and mentors, it was fine talking to them about it and helping them navigate on how I managed me in the process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the practical things, I found it really hard to go mm-hmm. to anyone who knew what, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so looking back, I would encourage myself and yeah. anyone else in the similar situation to, to yeah. just keep knocking until you get yeah. all the help you need and yeah. not feeling like you have to hide. Um, yeah, you know, and you bring up such a good point, Daphne. I think so often we look, and I say this all the time, we look to other people's highlight reels and mm-hmm. think that that's their life, right? And we compare their best day to our worst day. Mm-hmm. And we all have best days and worst days, right? And so really having that grace and compassion for yourself as you navigate whatever it is that you're navigating. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you could impart some words of wisdom, right, to, to to the people listening here today, from your heart to their heart, if there was a message, and I know someone, someone out there is meant to receive this, what would that be? Yourself first. Mm. 
you know, really um, self-love, we hear about it all the time. And yet if we are not honouring and loving ourselves and actually having a relationship with ourselves, then we are not serving anyone else mm. either. It's like yeah. that, you know, we talk, we hear about the, the cup and mm -hmm. if, our, if our cup isn't full, then we have nothing to give anyone else and yet so often we give from the fumes um, mm. because we are depleted, because we are not receiving anything ourselves. Um, yeah. Mm. And I don't mean self-love and, and having to spend a whole lot of money and go to the spa and do things that yeah. you don't have the time or the money for a lot of the time. Um, it's it's about that really putting yourself first. You know, does this honour me? Because hmm. the reality is if we are being kind to ourselves and loving ourselves like we do others, then we are in essence loving other people as well. Hmm. Hmm. Beautiful. And when we're not really putting ourselves first like that, we are also telling people energetically that we're not important and they can yeah. treat us any way they want. Yeah. And yeah. that they are more important than us because we are treating them better than we treat mm -hmm. ourselves. Yeah. And that can be that can be a challenging one to wrap your head around. Incredibly challenging, you know, and and like kindness is one of my core values and mm. kindness to me means treating other people as I want to be treated mm. now I couldn't have said that 10 yeah. years ago yeah I was being kind to everyone else and I wasn't yeah. being kind to me um yeah and when we actually define our values and place a statement around this is how I'm showing up when I'm being mm. these things then we actually have to own it for ourselves. Yeah. Or we give ourselves permission to own it. Oh, I love that. And be that, that to ourselves. Because yeah. I think that's a lot of, I know for me that was a lot of my stuff was mm. actually, was I allowed to do that? Was I actually allowed to put myself first? Mm. And... I, I believe that we, as you, as you said, we have to do that for ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Like we can only fill our own cups. Mm -hmm. mm. We cannot rely on other people to do it. Yeah. It's not, it's not their place to do it. Yeah. 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 They need to fill their cups. Exactly. You yeah. know, and then we, we play with our cups together, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go frolicking in the extras. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, if we are not coming into any relationship, whether it's with a friend, with a significant other, with our children, with clients, mm. with anybody, if we are coming in with an empty cup, mm. we have nothing to give and we're giving yeah. people permission to treat us badly. Yeah. And, you know, looking back, I did that for mm. a lot of years. <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah. and, tr and truly it's never too late to learn to love yourself. Right. And, and to, yeah. to discover who is, you know, who is Daphne, who's Catherine, who is whoever's listening to this, who am I? 
what is mm-hmm. important to me? What, what are my values? What, what do I love to do with my time? Do I want to go frolicking in the ocean or, you know, working in the garden or is the spa day my thing? Like whatever that is, what do yeah. I love for me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's yeah. what, what do I want? makes me happy and there's nothing selfish about that I think that's the other thing that I was certainly Mm. brought up with was you can't put yourself first because that's being selfish Mm. and in actual fact there is a line where it can become selfish if we are Mm -hmm. all consuming Mm -hmm. most of us though never get to that point yeah yeah and and certainly I've experienced and believe that when we are putting ourselves first in that really authentic way where we're really connecting to actually what matters to us. That's not selfish. No. Right. The, the, the selfishness can, can kind of come from trying to fill that in a different way, but, but truly mm-hmm. when it's really about what our heart and soul is wanting for us, it doesn't go into the selfish realm. Mm-mm. Because yeah. what our heart and soul wants for us also is for us to be us to us to show up fully as us and then for us to make our contribution to the world because we are all born into this life Mm -hmm. with a role to play that contributes Mm -hmm. to society Mm -hmm. and so if we are being true to ourselves and really know ourselves and are loving and honoring ourselves then part of that is giving to others and so Mm -hmm. we never get to that as you said quite rightly, when we are really honoring ourselves and know who we are and why we're here and amongst that. Yeah. It's, it's a whole other level of fulfillment and peace and joy. Yeah. And, and all it's of that. never yeah. selfish. It's like, yeah. We are, yeah. 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 It's joyful. It is. Yeah. It's joyful. And, and that's what makes the world go round is when we're all doing our bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you have that joy and love in your heart, and that's how you're living, you just authentically want to share and express that with other people. Yeah, you're Mm -hmm. sharing your magic and your gift out there all the time, because that's just who you are, right? Once you really know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So Daphne, how can people connect with you? Where can they find you? So they can find me on social media or at my website which is my name daphnewells.com and you know if you have any questions or want to book a chat with me there's a link on there to do that um yeah perfect and i will include that in the show notes as well and so daphne i want to thank you so much for connecting with me and sharing your inspiring story and 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 truly the journey that you undertook to discover who is daphne what what is her unique role to play in this world how does she brings her bring her gifts and and talents and magic to to the world so thank you so much for being here today and thank you to everybody who is tuned in and as always i would love it if you would like and and subscribe and do all the podcast things that would be great thank you thank you for having me